Hello and welcome to Living Word Ministries. We're impacting lives and changing the world. Join us as we dive into the Word of God. Father, I thank you this morning. As we are gathered here to hear your word, to encourage us, to strengthen us, to not just give up, but to continue to look up to you. We pray that as your word comes, Father, surrender my vocal cords. I submit my mental and I align my spirit with the Holy Spirit to have his own way in our midst today. Father, we thank you and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory be to his name. Thank you. God who sees. The God that sees. That's my message for today. In Judges 6 verse 12. I will start when you put it on. The angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon and said to him, The Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. One day the angel of the Lord came and sat down under the oak in of. Okay. Now the angel of the Lord came and sat down under the terenab tree, which was in Ophrah, which belonged to Joash, the Abinizite, while his son Gideon threshed wheat in the wine press in order to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, mighty man of valor. Amen. And in verse 16 to uh, sorry, 6 to 14. No, 14, verse 14, sorry. The same 6, verse 14. Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent you? Amen. So the Lord turned to him and said, Go in my might, for you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. In verse 15, he said to him, Can we go to verse 15, please? So he said to him, My Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I'm the least in my father's house. Hallelujah. And the Lord said to him, Surely, 16, Surely I will be with you, and you shall defeat the Bidonites as one man. Hallelujah. In this scripture, Gideon sees himself in a different way. But the God that created him, the God that put his spirit in him, the God who knew him whilst he was in his mother's womb, knew how great he was. Amen. God sees you, my brother, my sister, as a great man, a great woman, a man, a woman, fellow of God. Amen. Do not see yourself as little. For God who sees, he knows you by name. 
He calls you and he speaks to you. God is with you. And as we are, we've been talking of uh, fulfilling your God-given destiny, fill, sorry, purpose, God knows what is placed in you and is able to carry out his plan and purpose in you. So you walk in your purpose. Amen. So to walk in your purpose, you should know what God's plan and will is for you, for your life. When with Gideon, he was told the purpose to go and defeat the Midianites. But you see, he was unworthy. Fear and lack of confidence. Knowing who am I. But do you know who you are in God? God has called you. He's placed his spirit in you. He defeated the enemy so that you will have life eternal. You are a child of God. In Jeremiah 1 verse 5, God told Jeremiah, before you were born, I have set you apart. So as a child of God, before you were born, God has put something in you to set you apart to do his will. The word of God tells us that except the Lord draws you, you cannot enter. Salvation is free, but the Lord draws us. That is why you and I today, when the altar call was made, we accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Because whilst we were in our mother's womb, God knew us. He knew we were part of his kingdom. So when you went to church, wherever, you had the opportunity to accept him. That altar called. You were able to say yes to your Lord. Amen. God is saying to you, child of God, mighty woman or mighty man of valor, God sees you in a different way from how you see yourself. He sees something great to be used in the kingdom of God. Be at peace. You are a valuable child of God. Know what he, God, wants you to do and be obedient that you will fulfill your God-given purpose. Amen. We all have different calling. God places something in us. When you know that this is what God has called me to do, you will live out your purpose. Amen. In Genesis 21, verse 14 to 19, let's read that one. Early the next morning, Abraham took some food and a skin of water and gave them to Hagar. He set them on her shoulders and then sent her off with the boy. She went on her way and wandered in the desert of Beshirat. When the water in the skin was gone, she put the boy under one of the bushes. Then she went off and sat down about a bow shot away, for she thought, I cannot watch the boy die. And as she sat there, she began to sob. God heard the boy crying, and the angel of the Lord called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What is the matter, Hagar? Do not be afraid. God has heard the boy's crying as he lies there. Lift the boy up and take him by the hand, 
for I will make him into a great nation. Then God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. So she went and filled the skin with water and gave the boy a drink. Hallelujah. When Abraham sent Hagar away, they were by themselves, wondering. Their provision had finished. But God did what? God heard the voice of the lad crying. And as the mother did not know what to do, she was also sobbing. She knew the child was going to die because there was no water. She lifted her voice up. That is prayer. In every situation, when you are faced with what you don't know, you lift up your voice in prayer. Psalm 121 says, I will lift my eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and the earth. The God of provision, the prayer of a mother and a father who sees that is God. In 17, and God heard the voice of the lad and God heard the cry and called out, to Hagar out of heaven and said to her, Fear not, for the Lord has heard your cry. The Lord has heard your voice. You see, the God that sees, she was there. Abraham has left her. Go on your way. You are wandering the wilderness. You don't know what to do. You are perplexed. You are facing a situation. You don't know what to do, but the God that sees, hallelujah, will make a way for you. God heard her cry and opened her eyes. God will hear your cry. He will open your spiritual eyes to see what he has in store for you, what he has prepared for you, and how to go about it in the name of Jesus. And then what did she do? She filled the flax with the water. When the eyes, when she saw the solution and gave the lad the water. The God that sees is opening your eyes. You are thirsty. God will fill that test. You are broken hearted. God will fill that test. Hallelujah. Whatever you are going through, God sees. When Sarah dealt harshly with her and she ran away, what did she do? She had an encounter with the Lord. Then she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees. For she said, today I have seen him here. Who sees? Therefore she called the well bear Laha. Let us read Genesis 16 verse 13, please. You are the God who sees me. For she said, I've now seen the Lord who sees me. The next one, 14. That is why the well was called Bielahai Roa, 
I hope I'm pronouncing it well. It is still there between Kaddish and Bered. That's one of the names of God. You see, God will open your eyes. You will see a way through and you will glorify your God. You will give God a name, the God that answers prayer, the God that heals, the God that saves, the God that provides. You see, it is all there. Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Shammah, the God, everything. But you will have that personal encounter. And you will stand and say, yes, the God that heals has healed me. The God that delivers has delivered me. The God that provides in this need has provided. The God who sees has seen my cry. He has heard my cry. He's seen my heart ache. And you also call him that same name in the name of Jesus. Amen. It is during your greatest time of need, affliction, that God pours out his grace and mercy upon you. In Hebrews 4, verse 14 to 16. Hebrews 4, verse 14 to 16. That is, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weakness, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive and find grace to help us in our time of need. You see, I use this scripture a lot. For God says, for God so loved the world that he gave his son, that whosoever, you see, he says, no, come with confidence. This is what the word of God says here. Confidence to receive that grace. That grace has been poured out. That mercy has been poured out. That is why in this way it says, his mercies are new every morning. He doesn't say, oh, I'm using yesterday's mercy for Sister Josephine. But every morning, as you get up and he's praising, he bestows new mercy upon you. He bestows grace upon you to enable you to go through what you are going. His grace and mercy will always make a way for you. His grace and mercy will make you come confidently to him and say, Father, this is what I'm facing. I'm heavy burdened. Father, hear me. And the God that sees, the God that knows, the God who has placed himself in you in times of hurt, he will help you. In time of injustice, he will be there for you. In time of loneliness, the God that sees, will make a way for you. God sees you as he did with Hagar. In Luke 19, verse 1 to 6. Luke 
Luke 19, verse 1 to 6. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree to see him. Since Jesus was coming that way, when Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. Jesus lifted his eyes and saw him. But as you sit down here, God sees you. Even in his eagerness, Jesus, knowing who he was, knowing his heart, is all about the heart. His heart was eager to see that man that they call Jesus, who is walking by, who has done miracles. So in any form or shape that you will see him, he climbed the tree. Hallelujah. Because he thinks because of his height. And the people, sometimes you are in the crowd, you are in amongst people, you think because of your height. That height can be something that you think you are not able to use. But Jesus saw him. Today, Jesus is seeing you. God is seeing you. He says, come down. Today, I will be with you. Amen. So, he climbed down and the Lord was with him. God knows the end before things even begin. As we were reading, we've read in Genesis, God did not sit down for Adam and Eve to mess up before he said, okay, I'm going to do plan B. I'm going to I would let Jesus come. But he knew that it would happen. But his grace and mercy made him to send Jesus to come and save us. So whatever you are going through, as you associate yourself with Christ, as you associate yourself with God, he sees you. He sees your hunger and he sees your thirst. He will deliver you. He will make a way for you. The only choice you have to make is to make him the one who knows everything. The one who sees everything. I may be speaking to you. You don't know what is going through me. But as I'm standing here, God who sees. God who knows. As you are sitting down here, God knows your heart. He knows what you are going through. And because he sees, he will make a way for you. Just obey and do his will, and he will be with you. He sees who you are in your family, in your community. Hallelujah. God has called you to be the one who will be with your family. 
as you has been called, you are to affect your family. Amen. Leave your purpose to bring glory to God. Like Sarah, age does not matter. Amen. Just trust in God and believe in him that all the things that he has placed in you, they are possible. Because with Sarah, it says, with God, all things are possible. God's perfect time and season. We just sang the song, there are times and seasons. But as you look up to God, the time and your season will come. Like Rebecca, draw your loved ones closer to God through your character. Hallelujah. Like Ruth, be loyal in your relationship with God. Don't quit. Continue holding on. When things get tough, God will see you through. It was worth the effort. Like Hannah, never cease to pray. God sees you and knows you. No matter what you are going through, Hannah, as we all heard in the Bible, prayed until God answered the prayer. Keep praying and God will come true for you. Like Abigail, remember how each decision you make can turn your life around for good or for bad. The God that sees, he sees you. Seek his direction so he'll give you wisdom. Be wise and be bold in the name of Jesus. Like Esther, be bold and courageous and stand up for the truth and fight for the good of others. When it means to sacrifice yourself, God is good. Hallelujah. If God has called you and given you a purpose, he will always be with you. You will fulfill and walk in your destiny, your purpose. We all have different calling. Never be afraid. Just depend upon the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will help you. Be obedient to God. The God who called you. The God who sees. The God who has set you apart. In your workplace. In your community. In your family. Stand up for those that cannot speak for themselves. Be like our Lord Jesus who gave his life for a sacrifice in obedience and he lived his purpose. Christ came for a purpose and he lived that purpose. Who did he surrender to? He surrendered to his father and he was obedient. So no matter where you are, just surrender to God and be obedient and God will see you through. Like David, a man after God's own heart, who despite of all his mistakes, hallelujah, he was the lineage of Christ. David had so many things. You are sitting here thinking, I've done this, I've done that. But God who sees you still has placed something in you. And you, through your obedience, will turn a generation around. Amen. Like David again, 
He was himself. He didn't pretend to be any other person. When Saul, when he went to fight the Philistines, and Saul said, gave him his armor, gave him his war, uh, war clothes to put on, he was obedient and put it on and turned back to him and said, no, this is not what I can use. It is too heavy for me. And David, he only had what? A sling and a bow. Whatever God has placed in you and you have, use it. Be yourself. David was himself. And what did he do? He conquered and he fought that Philistine, Goliath, and he became victorious. Be yourself. Whatever God has given to you, as you are honest with your God, and you know this is what God has given me, he will back you all the way. Amen. God who sees made a way for him. With all these attributes, God has created you to be. You were fearfully and wonderfully made. And you will walk in your purpose. With ease. Amen. Enjoy. No matter what challenges come your way, the God who sees you has called you. Just be grateful and thankful for the way he has created you. See things the way that God sees things. As you meditate upon the word, the word of God will continue to help you to be who you are through Christ Jesus. Moses also was the same. He said he wasn't an eloquent speaker. Exodus 4 to 10. But God asked him, who made your mouth? Hallelujah. Who made your eyes? Hallelujah. It is God. God who sees, walk in your purpose. He knows all your weaknesses. He knows them before you were born. He knows you'll be shy. He will know you'll say, I cannot talk. But he will make you be able to talk. He will give you that boldness. There's nothing that qualifies you to be who God wants you to be. Because he's the one that has placed that in you. He knows you are qualified and he will help you to do what he has called you to be. Trust the Lord. Be obedient with him. And you will walk in your purpose. God has a purpose for each and every one of us. And how do you know your purpose? If you don't know, just continue to ask him. And he'll give you that which he has put in you to do. And when he puts that in you, and you know, and you know, and you know, the Lord God is backing you. The Lord God is with you. He will lead you to accomplish that which he has called you to do. God is faithful. And you have to be faithful to what God has placed in you. And when you know, hallelujah, God is able to come through and help you. Brothers and sisters, as we sit down here, be encouraged. Let your heart not be troubled. For the God who sees, 
sees you. The God who sees knows what he has placed in you. And the God who sees will continue to hold your hand in what he has called you to do. When you cry out to him, like Hagar did, he will send you an answer. And that answer will hold you, will not make you feel that you are not what God called you to be. He knows what he has called you, what he has put in your hand, what he has placed in you, the voice he has given you to speak, the hands he has given you to help. God that sees, just depend upon him and you will fulfill and you will fulfill and walk in your purpose. The purpose of God for each and every one of us is different. Just walk in yours and don't be envious of any. That is why you have to be yourself. This is what God has given me. I'm a prayer warrior. Continue in your praying. I'm in worship. Continue. I am to serve in different ways. God has placed that in you. And as you do that, you are working in your purpose. Because at the end of the day, God will say to you, good and faithful servant, enter into your rest. So I just want to encourage you this morning that the Lord who sees, sees you. The God that made the way for Hagar in the wilderness will make a way for you. The God who sees and made a way for David, the same God, it is through him. That is why we have all this to be able to encourage us, to see yourself that anytime you are burdened, God is there. God that sees is able to strengthen and help you. May the Lord bless you this morning. Let us stand up and we pray that in every area of our life, for you to walk in the purpose of God, may he strengthen you. May your heart not be troubled. For what you know is in you. Let God be at peace and let God guide you. Let us pray in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you this morning. Father, we bless you. God who sees, you are God who knows. Each and every one of us here today, Father, you see our hearts. You see what you have placed in us. We pray that we will have peace in the name of Jesus. To stand, Father, as we stand in what you have called us, that we know you have called us to do. May we not be troubled. May we not be weary, knowing that, Father, as we do your will, as we do what you have called us, and we are effective in that, you will bless us. You will strengthen us. We thank you, Father. We bless you, Lord. We praise your holy name. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father. Whatever challenges your children are going through, you are God Almighty. As they lift their eyes onto the hills, their help cometh from you. We thank you. Likewise, we pray for the church. We bring Living Well Ministry International before you. You know the purpose for this church. What we are to do to enrich lives, to bring people into the kingdom. It is about souls. Father, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus that Living Web Ministry International will fulfill that purpose to reach out in our community, to reach out to people to come to know you. It is about you, Father. It is about you, Father, reaching out and telling people about you. Father, help us, O oh Lord. Help us, O oh Lord. 
that we may fulfill your purpose for this ministry. We thank you, Lord, and we bless you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. May the Lord bless you and may the Lord strengthen you. If you were blessed by today's message, why not share it with a loved one? And as always, stay connected by visiting our website at www.lwmi.org.uk. We hope you were blessed.